You know this song? <laughs> yeah, I think I've heard it before. A little blast from the past, huh? That's a good way to kick it off there, I think, my friend. Good job. You know the name of the band? I do, in fact. Hanson. In the year. Hold on, I'm going through the digital Rolodex on the 97, I suppose. 97, yes, exactly. Three brothers. I'm trying to, I want to keep it until, uh, you know, the hook. All right, sounds good to me, buddy. 1997. That song. What grade were you in in 97? Bro, I don't know. Born 86, so 11 years old. Here it comes. Ready? Here we go, boys and girls. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's the name of the show again? Uh, I think it's called The Hangout Hour, Ox. Oh, it is, D. (laughs) Welcome to The Hangout Hour, guys. Bro, what a good song. Do you remember (laughs) what you were doing in 97? Yeah, I was... I graduated... I was a a sophomore in high school. Fuck. I was a... I think I was in, like, junior high. Yeah, you have to have been. You're a bit younger than me. This song, I remember when it came out, me and my buddy... Uh, we had just gotten our instruments. I was I played drums, and uh, he plays guitar and sings. And these people were like our role, our role models. Whatever happened to Hanson? Like, but at the time, they they, at the time, they were everybody's role models, though. Right, right. And they had such great hair. They did. <laughs> they did. In fact, I envied their hair. Man, so you got pretty good hair, though. Ah, uh, stop it! All right, guys. <laughs> Enough with the chit chat about hair and stuff. You are listening to. Episode one of the Hangout Hour. Yeah. You got Big Ox on the mic. You also got D here. What's up? <clears throat> uh, we're here to um, just just talk, man. Let me just break down the premise of the show for you. Yeah, please. Uh, yeah, because D sometimes stutters with its words. <laughs> so, but we're we're just here to just talk, man. Imagine you are hanging out with your. Oh boy. It's beer 30. It started. <laughs> Imagine you're at a bar, uh, at a friend's house, or whatever the case may be, and you, you know you're a group of buddies or a group of girls, whatever it is, and, and you know you're talking, and that, that's what we do here, man. We're just going to – we aim to please. We aim to entertain. We're going to be here talking about uh, a slew of things, if you will. You know, we're going to talk about current events. We, we are, in fact, based out of Miami, so we are going to give you uh, a lot of news and a lot of stuff. You die. We're going to give you a lot of news about Miami, what's going on uh, with, with the world around Miami. Uh, we're also going to talk about sports. We're big sports guys. We're going to talk about music. We're big, big, big music guys, like you can see, uh, as D introed us with Hanson. So I want to say you're welcome, and I'm sorry for that. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> um, so, yeah, just uh, to echo a little bit, um, we came up with this idea, you know, uh, other than listening to iTunes in the car. Um, I listen to a, we listen to a lot of sports radio, and we just wanted to encompass a little bit more of Miami stuff and um, uh, like current events in Miami, like I, uh, Oscar was saying, and uh, have fun with it. Right? Right now, everything's oh, yeah. a little too serious, so kind of like with a, a little comedy edge. 
Yeah, that's I would the say, plan, right? The plan. The, the, the most important thing for us here is and judge us harshly, please. Yeah, we love it. Uh, the most important thing here is going to be we're having fun. We want to we want to entertain you guys. I hope you guys have fun. I hope you guys can relate to a lot of the stuff that you that you hear on the, on the program. Um, and man, we'll be giving out um, our IG accounts and and our email accounts. And you guys can hit us up and, and give us your ideas. Give us your feedback if, if you liked it, if you didn't like it. And if you didn't like it, tell us why, and we'll try to fix it. Um, and we that, have no idea what we're doing. Yeah, by the way. This is actually, we started off, um, this was like, I think like two weeks ago. I called Ox. I'm like, hey, man, um, I have a pretty stupid idea. Yeah, I, I think it was Thursday. It was like Thursday, two weeks ago. I was drinking. Standard. <laughs> And uh, I was like, hey, Ox, what do you think about a podcast? And I fell in love with it. It was love at first sight. <laughs> Again, not knowing anything. And and to, to these offense, uh, he, he is a musician, so we are in his makeshift studio at the moment. That's where we're recording this. Uh, he is a drummer. Uh, he does have a band. Uh, well, I have a cover band. I wouldn't say... Regardless, or we're in Miami, right? Irregardless, irregardless, bro. <laughs> you do got a band, though. What's yeah, the name yeah. of your band? Uh, Be Kind Rewind. It's a cover band. Uh, we're in the well, I guess we've been playing together for like two, three months, but uh, you know, it's just coming together. It's good. It's, it's my first cover band. I, you know, I like cover bands, yeah. They're fun, you know. It's 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 different. It's definitely different. Um, I I've been in other bands where it's just all original music. Um, so this this is definitely something different. It's uh, so the singer of the band, his name is Jess. Hopefully we'll, we'll get him on the show one day. Um, he told me this. He's like the easiest thing about playing in a cover band is that you're in a cover band. But the hardest thing about playing in a cover band is that you're in a cover band. Does well, that make sense? <laughs> he, I guess he covered all the bases there. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been cool. Um, well, given that today is the first episode or the first show. or Today's the Marine Corps birthday, actually. It is. And tomorrow is Veterans Day. Yes, sir. So, in lieu of that, we have a lot, a lot of buddies that are veterans and that we, we appreciate, you know, because without them... This this country this country is based on the men and women that serve it, and we have the freedoms that we have because of them. So, we definitely appreciate all military, law enforcement, firemen, first responders. Uh, we thank you all for your service. A uh, little later, we're gonna be calling <laughs> a marine, and uh, that'll be kind of fun. There you uh, go for the marine boys. For my marine boys. Here we go. Hold on, it's it's loading. Here we go. Yeah, anytime now. Give me a second though. Hey. <laughs> Put that one out. From the halls of Montezuma to the shores of Tripoli. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> we are we are indeed very appreciative of all our, our armed service and sisters, uh, uh brothers and sisters. Um, like D, like D said, just to echo it, man, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be able to do what we do every day without you guys. So mm-hmm. much appreciated to you guys. Uh, you guys don't get the credit you guys deserve. I'm actually uh, toasting a Michelob Ultra right now to you guys. Good job. 
Good job, good job. Hey, man, wouldn't be me. So, so today's Sunday. It is. And what's Sunday? Football Sunday. And guess what happened on this Sunday? Well, I'm glad you asked. Tell me. Talk to me. Miami Dolphins victory. Yep. We're two and seven over the Indianapolis Colts. And it was a good time. Whoa. Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal. Go like Dolphins. Go Dolphins. Go Dolphins. What? We're on the ground. We're always what? in control. And when you say Miami, you're, you're talking, talking Super Bowl. Not really, but. Hey, bro, it's good to dream, man. I, if I, you know, so I'm a, uh, dude, the Dolphins are my my team. I know. I, 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 I yeah, you know. I'm but Hootie, but Hootie said it best. <laughs> the Dolphins make me cry. Yeah, man. I, uh, season ticket holder. I have uh, married. My daughter's five years old, so she goes to some of the games because you know they get a little rowdy sometimes. Did you take her to a Jets game? No, I didn't. I actually uh, had to sell the tickets. We had uh, another engagement. Oh, okay. Cool. Which sucks because uh, we won, you know. So it's two weeks strong. I actually like uh, what the Dolphins are doing right now. I really like the coach. Um, I understand. Like, I, if big you shout fo- out to Brian Flores. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. If you if you follow the sports here locally, or if you're just like a hey, I'm gonna go and watch a game because it's the thing to do, or someone just drink beer and watch. But I like the the setting that Miami teams are kind of like trying to build, and it's this whole it's surrounding this whole culture thing, right? Um, Pat Riley's doing it with the Miami Heat. Uh, Brian Flores, Stephen Ross, and Brian Flores are trying to do that with the Dolphins. I don't know what Derek Jeter's doing over there with the Marlins. Yeah, Manny know. Diaz is doing it with the, uni- uh, the University of Miami. Go you! Whoa! Hey, uh, wait a second. What's up? Wait a second, because speaking of the you, what's up? Whoa, whoa! My boys won it again. What? what? Go! Go! Got some canes over here, uh, yeah. So, but back to the Dolphins, and we'll get in a little bit into the the canes and uh, the Heat. But you know, this whole tank for Tua thing, like I, I think it's it's pretty obvious that this whole tanking thing. I, I people, the fan base here, at least locally, they're like, oh, you know, tank for Tua. I don't know if you guys saw that LSU Alabama game yesterday. It was a pretty good game. Um, Alabama. Uh, uh, Alabama and LSU, forty six, forty one, I believe, right? Forty one, yeah. Uh, Joe Burrow's man, that guy's. I think that that guy's the real deal. Like, Tua, he's a good quarterback, man, but I don't think he'd be the fit here for for Miami. You know who I like for Miami though? I'm not gonna lie, is that Clemson guy, the guy from Clemson, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. Dude. Oh yeah, yeah, man. I think he's eligible eligible twenty twenty one. Which, again, back to to the Dolphins, I I wouldn't have a problem. You know, this upcoming draft, I think we have five picks between the first and second round for 2020 and then four picks between the first and second round 2021 so like it wouldn't bother me if like we go for chase young as our number one pick and then just start building the trenches because you still got rosen you still got fitzpatrick you can put anybody back there you can put tom brady back there right now behind the line that we currently have even though they they did a great today for pass protection. I don't think they did a good job for for run block for the run game, but 
We gotta we gotta we def up that that O line, man. Absolutely, I think we need to do that for the. Uh, I think the defense is holding ends. it down, though. Yeah, I know they did, and and that's that. We're you know, um, on the defensive side, we uh we got we we had a lot of losses today, uh, or losses this season. You know, getting rid of uh, Fitzpatrick, and um, you know, cutting a lot of the of the fat regarding cap cap money. But, you know, we have ex-Xavier Howard, who is now not playing for the rest of the season. And on the offensive side, right. Preston Williams, who's been, an, who's been a breakout player this season, you know, he's, he's out for the rest of the season. So I like what Brian Flores is doing in, in terms with the talent that he has on the roster. And look, it's, it's showing on the field, right? It's like two weeks back-to-back. And again, back to the whole culture thing. They're setting a, a precedence on the field and, and what he wants to do. And... It, it's a little bit of a, it's hard it's a learning being a curve, fan. A learning curve. It's it, it, it's hard being a fan, right? But it's a little bit of breath. It's a breath of fresh air knowing that we're not just putting a Frankenstein team, if you will, together. Right. You know, we're putting together a team for the future. That's like what the Patriots did. You know, that's what all these great teams did. Or yeah, do, I, I agree. You know, I agree. I think it's going to take time, little by little. Absolutely. And, like, so. and, and, and that goes the same thing for the University of Miami. You know, Manny Diaz, he came in, and honestly, I wasn't expecting much this season. It's his first year, even though he was a coach. He was a defensive coordinator for the, the Canes. But, dude, he's, you know, he's doing it. He's Dolphins Six are, and four? Yeah, we're six and four, you know, and, and, and I, I, I like Jaron Williams. I think, you know, in the offseason, there's a lot of – talk about Tate Martell and then uh, Nicole Perry. Uh, and I was expecting Tate to, to be under the center. And, and look, Jaron Williams, redshirt freshman, he's, he's, he's balling, you know? Yeah, he's bringing it. And then we got the Miami Heat. Miami Heat are bringing it, though. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, again, six and three, right? Yeah, six and three. Jimmy Butler's he's taking on the role of the big name, the big guy, the star yeah, of the team. But the then you, you Becoming have, a leader of the team. Absolutely. You have these rookies, though, that have come up and, and they're doing their part. So I think it's going to be very exciting for the years to come for Miami in in the sense of basketball and football. Don't get me started with uh, yeah, the baseball. <laughs> baseball. I don't know. You know, you know I'm a, I am a baseball fan so at heart, but I don't know. I mean, I, I think Jeter, with, with the brains that he has, he, he he has a mastermind plan behind it. I just don't know what it is. I know he's he's revamped the stadium. He's taken out a couple things from from the stadium itself, and then he's added some other stuff. So I don't know. I, it's 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 have gonna been, be fun to watch. You been to the stadium? <coughs> yep, I have. It's it's kick ass. You know, I, I was a little when um when they built. Marlin Stadium. It kind of bothered me because you know he ripped out the Orange Bowl, which I think was like the heart of Miami and like football at least. Yeah, but I expected a lot more. But that's the that's the problem with Miami, right? We're a bandwagon city. We're not like a, a, a Chicago or yeah, like or a Pittsburgh or, or a Green Pittsburgh. Bay. It, it, correct. Like you go there and it, it's not fair weather fans. You know, here we're of we're a fair weather fan city. Which yeah. sucks because, I, like, being a diehard Dolphin, I go. I, I was a season ticket holder when we went one in sixteen, you know, and um, I just, it's tough because, I guess Miami is that that just that type of vibe of a city, right? Yeah, and it's, I, it's a fad driven city. It is, and I think that there's so much to do, and there's so much 
um, how can I put this? Uh, people coming in, you know, from different countries. There's a lot of it's a huge, huge melting pot. So not a lot of people follow football. A lot of people do, but a lot of people, you know, maybe follow soccer. So they're not into football. So it's well, they they're building that. Well, I, I believe they're still building, right? Uh, that soccer stadium. Yeah, correct. Yeah, I, I don't know now. Oh, I think it's gonna be where that golf course was, right? Uh, or Ma- golf Maurice. Course? Well, that there's a big ongoing like. Back and forth with that, right? Yeah, like I, I've been driving, and um, w- one of my best friends who lives down the block, he's got like a "Save Mel Reese" uh sign posted on his on his lawn. Oh, he's so yeah, so he doesn't but, want the stadium. Well, well, you know, it's it's. I think it's one of the. But he's a golfer, isn't he? Yeah, he's a big golfer. But we yeah, have a lot of go. golf courses here in Miami, so yeah. like, um, I I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind uh, cause I'm, I'm the, they're gonna beautify the 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 city. They're gonna you know. They're catering to now every type of sporting. Event, yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm and it's one more venue to maybe have a concert at. One more absolutely. venue to you know anything. Have you, know? you ever been to a soccer arena? I have not. I've never been to a soccer game. Period. Neither have I. Neither have I. So you know, I'm ex- I'm excited. You know. Yeah, something new, I'm, I'm you know? pretty excited as well. And then Super Bowls here this year. The Hard Rock is killing it. And have you seen that new building? Which one? The guitar building, at the Hard Rock. Y- you know. It's cool. It just when I drive by it, it's kind of weird. Like there's no neck, so it's like a broken guitar. <laughs> yeah, but I, see it. I drove, <clears throat> I drove by it last night, and it, it it suits it. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no way that you can put a a whole no, neck of a guitar. I I think if I saw correctly, I was driving. I drove it. I drove by it the other night as well. Um, I think they have like lights. Yeah. That that shoot up. That shoot up out of it. So it as gives like it, it was a neck of the guitar. Yeah, exactly. Gives it the illusion of the yeah. neck of the guitar. But it's dope, though, man. I mean, they put a lot of work. That that building, the structure is beautiful. Yeah, it's it it's something. So, um, regarding sports, man, I uh, you know it's just hang in there, guys. <laughs> yeah, know, for hang, real. Hang in there. The Dolphins make me cry, buddy. The Dolphins definitely make me cry. Fitzpatrick, uh, I like. You know, I like I like what he my does. Home, you know, my boy's got eight kids. <laughs> eight. Ki- Hello. Hello, guys. Eight kids. Fitzpatrick, my boy, get some cable. Imagine if that guy was from Miami. Oh, my God. Can you imagine <laughs> going to a party at his house? Maybe. You have to take up a whole block. <laughs> you got to have all the cousins, los primos. La, la, la. La noche buena at his house must be hectic. Oh, my God. That's a, that's just stressful as it is. That's, that's nuts. Nuts. Speaking of noche buena. Holidays are coming, buddy. <laughs> oh, my God. Bro, it's like, so my daughter's five. So she wants this. Uh, it's she's now upgraded from, like I think, I don't know. I get more excited now as a father for Christmas than when I was a kid for Christmas. You know. Yeah, absolutely. You relive it. Well, like, you're you're you're, you're reliving maybe, the magic, like Santa Claus, and your baby's how old now? Five. She's five. So yeah, you're still in a prime prime age of really really getting excited for Christmas morning, especially now because it's it's different. For me growing up, because when I was growing up, there was no such thing as Elf on the Shelf. It was my El Abuelo Mio would come over and like, Santa Claus is watching. You know, Santa Claus is watching. And now they got like Santa trackers. Like, dude, I have an, you could, a- an app on my phone. Santa Claus calls you. Is that dude, the one? Yes. Dude. And it freaked my kid out. Like I called her. I, I, I did the app. I have it on my phone. So I set it up last year for for her to call or for I'm sorry, for Santa quote unquote to call and dude just seeing her face light up it, it was it was crazy so i guess that's what i'm getting at that now being 
a father and you're experiencing Christmas and and in those in those eyes it's 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 crazy like I don't know I enjoy it very very much I'm I'm more excited now like to buy her 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 toys and <laughs> and also like kind of blackmail her to do good in school yeah of right? course well that's the <laughs> hello that's this is the magical time everybody's like oh my god Christmas is the time no Christmas is blackmailing time because if your ass doesn't do good Santa Claus is not gonna come absolutely so I, I do the and whole you know what you should use that I do like really really put the pressure down it helps me it helps me. It, like put as shitty like, as it sounds, should, it helps me parent a yeah. little bit, right? Yeah, that's not shitty. Good for you, right? Chip, chip, keep it up, keep it up. I uh, so I I really enjoyed like doing the um, the setup scenes for Elf on the Shelf. Oh man! So like I do, I encompass like I take Toy Story ideas. Like we're here in the south, obviously we're like big Pixar fans. So I like I take scene like what would Woody or Buzz think? And I kind of like encompass encompass that with uh, the elf on the shelf. So like last year, I did like the the elf broken broke out. He was in the kitchen, and I got her Barbie house. But then I kind of think like an adult, right? So I had she she names the elf Coco. So I have Coco oh. in this little Barbie pool with like two Barbies around his arms, like if he was hanging out at a at, at a, a <laughs> at a pool party at a pool party, right? That's dope. So. But it's cool, man. I ours ours was named Ziggy in the house. Ziggy? Yeah. <laughs> Ziggy. And, and man. Do you do the Pape Lasso with all the lights and stuff at your house? <sighs> yeah. Well, when I had, yeah, when I had it. Um, mm. I'm, you know, obviously you know because you're one of my best friends. So I'm currently divorced. So, but yeah, but when I did have the house, yeah, lights everywhere and decorations and and reindeers and ah. Bro, crazy story. Ready? Story time. So two years ago. My my father in law, he's uh, he's about sixty something years old, but he's like very energetic, ex soccer player, um, very independent. So he's the type that if I'm doing something in the house, he he takes over because he can do it, and you know it can't be half ass. So I'm on the roof of my house, uh, putting up Christmas lights, and when I when I tell you I put up Christmas lights, I'm like. Chevy Chase. You like Chevy Chase and Christmas and Vacation? Christmas Vacation, 100%. Good job. I set the house up, lights everywhere, and uh, so I'm up on the on the roof of my house, and he took it upon himself to, like, adjust some lights, and, dude, he falls. No. Yeah, ambulance had to come. It was crazy. So it, it, He survived, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's good to go, bro. Okay, good. So I'm, he- I'm watching the Dolphin. He's, he's my road dog. Like, I watch... If I can't watch every Dolphin game with him, I do. He's like, he still tr- <laughs> drinks with me. We'll, we'll, we'll kill a bottle or two of wine while watching the game. We talk shit. Um, so I tell him today, I'm like, hey, listen, yeah, you can project manage the uh, the lighting situation now, but you're not getting on a fucking ladder. Yeah, good for you. You better, <laughs> you set, know, you better set the president's yeah, early. Yeah, I, I got to, man. Because, <clears throat> you know, Noche Buena, I'm, I've been in this house for, uh, for, fu- for fu- like five, five, going on six years now. So I do the whole Cajachina, and and that year was a little messed up because he fell like the second, and you know he had twenty three days to recover. All right, so I want to ask you a question about Christmas decorations, the infamous question: Go. When is it that you put up Christmas lights? And here's part two of the question: Go ahead. When do you think it is appropriate to put Christmas lights on? Well, like 
Christmas tree, I always try to buy it like it used to be growing up like the day after Thanksgiving, but I don't know what the fuck is going on with the Christmas trees now because they die like in three weeks, right? They're yeah. already like so I now do it like a week after Thanksgiving. I'll buy the Christmas tree. You natural? Are you natural or artificial? Yeah, I, I can't do fake Christmas trees. Like, I'm the opposite. You like face, fake Christmas trees? Yeah. I can't. Like to I me, have a phobia that the real Christmas trees are going to bring bugs in <laughs> or the fucking house is going to catch fire with the damn lights. No, no, no. Well, they have so much pesticides and shit, man. Ah, no. Nah. Nah, oh, don't start that with me, Danny. I'm, 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 I don't know. It's to each his own. To each his own. You can get an artificial tree and put a little smelly thing there, and no one's gonna know the difference. Well, I like, again, I. I you like big butts, and you cannot lie. <laughs> I like. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> I like the real Christmas tree because, like, and it sucks because I'm, I'm super, I'm, I'm the dork, I'm the geek in the house, I'm the one that. Pushes for all the decorations. Like Halloween just passed, and uh, this year I, I was big on like the inflatables. But I have a lawn if, service. Com- I have a lawn service company that comes. Can I tell you that the world of decorating for holidays changed when immensely the, with, with, with inflatables. inflatables. It, it you could put three inflatables up and you're like, hey, mate, I decorated bitches. Yeah, but but when they're deflated, it looks like trash. And then also you have a lot of jackasses. That come and like steal it or you know, so and I've kind of like veered away from the inflatables because like I was saying, I have a a company that comes and cuts my grass, and when they're on the grass, they don't like move them, and if they do move it, then you have to go and reset it up, and so don't get their Christmas tree decorations, don't get their Christmas decorations. But back on the decorating, so I'll buy. I my I have vaulted ceilings, so I go and I buy. Like eleven foot Christmas trees, and so I buy it, and my wife is there, like, "This is too big, this is too big." I'm like, "No, no, it's not, it's not." Very Chevy Chase. So I get it, I put it in the house, and then I look at her, I'm like, "Go to work," <laughs> you know. And so she gets stuck decorating the tree. You don't help her? No, because I go outside when we're decorating the tree. That's when I move outside and I do the the outdoor stuff, right? Oh, so you do all the man stuff? Yeah, I'll go outside and do Macho. the. Yeah, exactly. And your poor wife is in here slaving over an 11-foot tree. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, her her mom, you know, the family comes over, and they help her out. And then, like, the, the dudes will come and help me out. So, of course, the dudes are outside. We'll drink for, like, three hours, and then we'll, we'll decorate for one, you know. <laughs> but In that order as well, right? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and then, you know, I, I'm super pumped for, for Christmas because, like, like, a Hachina, I have a, so a, a good friend of mine that I grew up with, he was the owner. He is the owner of Cajachina. So, like, he gifted me my Cajachina. He showed me how to do it. So, it's been, it's it, it's it's cool. I like the tradition. I, I love, you know, the whole family being together and the, the whole thought of Christmas Eve and Noche Buena. And, um, me too. It's, it's one of my favorites, to be honest cool. with you. Do you, now for Thanksgiving, since that's coming up, do you, do you fry your, your turkey or do you I've I've eaten fried turkey before but I've never fried one myself to be honest Dude, with you. once you fry you never go back that's what they say yeah I mean I've eaten it before but I make a mean fucking turkey D do you yeah bro I I just like injections oh no I inject like I, butter I, under the skin Papo, I bring it I have my own little black composition book with my my routine my 
know, my how I cook my recipe for the turkey and the pig. For example, the turkey that I fry. Well, yo, don't be giving no secrets, huh, bro? Oh no, I'm gonna give the you know, hey, I'm, it's a sharing. I'm I'm here sh- to share. Oh, because we're not only entertaining, we're, we're educational. Educational, exactly. <laughs> so I um, like I I like to obviously I I I don't brine. I brine my pig underwater. Brine for my pig like 36 hours. I keep getting these text messages. Why don't you kind of put your phone vibrate, bro? Sorry about that. Um, I thought I did, but so I I br- I do an underwater brine for the pig, 36 hours. Do the whole moho thing. I I, I make the moho from scratch. Now for the turkey, once it's defrosted, you know I I inject. I do all that stuff, and then but the, you, you can't inject with the frying though, can you? Because yeah, you have to do a dry rub. No, no, that's incorrect. You see, I didn't know. I thought oh. I thought it had to be a dry rub. Thankfully, we're an educational show. Now you know. The more you the know. The more you know. <laughs> <laughs> so the only thing that I hate about the holidays, I don't know if anybody shares this sentiment with me, is the running around. Like, oh, it's so the worst, dude. what I would do is, to be fair, because I have, we have a very large family. My wife has uh, two older brothers. I have two. I have four. I have. I'm sorry. I have three sisters and one little brother, but... You know, my dad and my mom are separated. They're I'm sorry, they're divorced. So he has a set of kids, my little brother and sister, and then I have my sisters from my mom and my dad. So like my dad does it right. He's been with his wife, I think, like close to like twenty years now. So they celebrate Thanksgiving the Sunday before Thanksgiving. So the entire family goes over because it gets complicated the day of Thanksgiving. That's pretty smart. So, yeah, it helps me out. It's been like a ritual for like the last 15, 16 years. But then Thanksgiving, it's a pain in the ass because you, you, I have to, you know, see my mom and my, my family. And then we have to go hang out with her family, my, my, my in-laws and stuff. So it's just a pain in the ass because in a simple world, you would just tell everybody, hey, we're going to do this Thanksgiving night. And then everybody gets together. But there's always something, right? My mother, hey, listen, we can't. Your grandmother's getting old. So we do the lunch thing. So I have to go fry a turkey for lunch. And then typically I go and I fry a turkey at night. So I smell like a, 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 a cook from Popeye's by the end of the day. But <laughs> Big shout out to Popeye's. Yeah, absolutely. Have you tried the chicken sandwich? I have not. Yeah, I've tried the one from, from Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A? It's dope though. It's good. No, I haven't fire. tried fire, well, fire, I, fire, fire. I, I've tried Chick Fil A's. I haven't tried Popeyes. Yeah. So this year I've made the executive decision that I am not frying a turkey at night. You know, my um, sister in law she 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 like bakes a bunch of desserts and stuff. So she she rolls. She you know she does it she does it right. So I'm just gonna fry one turkey this year. Good. But whatever. I think this year we're doing. This year, since I have the kids early, <clears throat> we're going to be doing like a lunch this year. But the whole family's coming. So we've, it kind of worked out to the advantage of the family that we come in and, and we're going to do a lunch. So that's that. So I think I'm still going to be doing the turkey this year. Have your kids told you what they wanted for Christmas? Yes. What is it? <sighs> Everything, right? So here's the thing. As, you, as your kids get older, the gifts kind of reduce. Right, so where They're your daughter bigger ticket items, right? Correct, mundo. So where your daughter would want, <laughs> you know, she'll give you 
10 things or 15 things that she wants, but you can get away with getting her a little thing of Paw Patrol and or whatever they sh- whatever she likes. You know what I mean? Yeah. My little fuckers are asking for, oh, I want iPhones. I want hoverboards. I want this thing that costs $300. My son is super into music and mixing. So he wants like a beat board and pianos and, oh, my God, it's 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 so bad. Dude, my daughter now, like, she she still wants toys, but now, like, she's getting techy, right? She's very creative. Like, she'll, with a piece of construction paper and scissors, she'll, like, try to fabricate, like, a little dollhouse. It's the cutest shit in the world. Oh, good job. Oh, that's, you know what? I think we should take this call now, right? Let's take the call. Let's take this call. Hold on. This is going to be, hey, buddy. I told you, I hey, told you to call. Hey, I'm gonna, to I'm gonna, call, call, I'm gonna call you back, bro, because we're 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 recording right now. So I, I we would like to talk to a uh, a veteran. So I'm gonna g- give me two seconds so I can call you from the phone. All right. All right. <laughs> all right, guys. So this is this is gonna be fun. We're gonna call a friend of ours by the name of Nick. Yeah. Um, Nick the, is a Marine Corps veteran. Yeah, I think he like mopped the ship. I think he was a cookie. Let's ask him. Let's ask him. Let's see. We're going to FaceTime him. Hey! Hey, Nick. What's up, brother? Hey, so how long were you in the uh, in the in the Marines for? Four years. And what was it, what the, was your MOS? Is it MOS for the Marines or is that Army? Yeah, MOS was seventy two twelve, Stinger Gunner. Stinger Gunner. I don't, it, I don't even know if it exists anymore. Now, can you tell us in plain language what that means? Um, I shot a service to air missile. Oh, service That's to basically what it was. I thought you peeled potatoes. No, no, <laughs> I was gonna cook. So the cook so great. Uh, how old were you when you joined the military? Oh man, nineteen, nineteen ninety eight. Let's take it back. Nineteen ninety eight. What What was the What was the big song in ninety eight? Like, what was the hype song that everybody was listening to, or the group or band? In ninety eight, uh, I want to say. There's a bunch. Was it was it Hanson? Um, oh, but Nick, but Nick's a rockhead. Han- were you a Hanson fan? No, I would say, like, rap wise, I would say, like Nas, Tupac, Busta Rhymes back then. Ooh, okay. And I would say like rock, hip hop. Believe it or not, Alanis Morissette. Oh, she's solid. She's I want to say that. You know, Alanis Morissette was, I think, married to Ryan Reynolds or dated Ryan Reynolds. Did you know that? I did not know yeah. that. They dated. And she was on Grey's Anatomy, I think. Well, she was also in the TV show Weeds. Did you ever watch Weeds? Which one? Weeds. No, I don't watch it. Oh, it's, it's old. No. It's a good show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Dorda, um, yeah. when you joined the military... Is it something that when you grew up you wanted to do? No. Were you worried? I was working at Publix. You were working at Publix? Yep. 
Went to Miami Dade College. Wasn't working out. Had to take a bunch of remedial courses. <laughs> and I went to go work at Publix, buying groceries, and I made a decision. I had to get out. It wasn't working. Let's take you back, Nick. What is that? Oh, I like it. Oh, yeah. I'm saying that. She's good, man. Died the next yes. day. Do you think she was hot? That's ironic. Do you think she was hot? Absolutely. Really? <laughs> yeah, I do. Have like, you seen her lately? On a one to ten. Well, she looks good now? I don't know. I would say she's a seven, man. Have you a seen her lately? Seven? Atlanta's one yeah, seven? man. You got to see her now. She's growing up. Really? Yes. Yeah. That's, that's pretty big numbers, Nick. I'm not going to lie. Hey, so let me ask you a question, okay? Because this show is not only an entertainment show, but it's educational. Yeah, were you on a recording. yeah? Were you on a boat or like were you on land when you were? Were you ever deployed? Yes, I was deployed. Where were you deployed to? I was deployed for six months to the Pacific. On a boat, and I went to. When you say the yeah. Pacific, you're on a boat. On a boat for six months, and I went to the only realistic thing I did, and there's very few people that would know this. It was in the news was I had to go to East Timor, Indonesia, believe it or not. What was going on there? There was some shit going on with the people over there, a little bit of ruckus, and they wanted us to go in there and regulate it oh. back in the day. Were you scared? Like, when you're on the boat, you don't know what, what's going to happen. They can call you at any moment, right? So you're on the boat. Absolutely. Probably yeah. in, in, on your bunk. What do you guys call it? Your bed? What is it called? Your rack. The rack. Oh, the your rack. rack. The your rack. rack. So you're in your, your rack, rack, and... Yeah. They say, hey, we're going. Yeah, right? that's what you train for. So you go. But training is what, like three months boot camp? Or... Yeah. So so basically yeah. what you're saying is you do three months in boot camp, they'll put you on a boat, and they expect if you pass boot camp... No, 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 no. It doesn't work like that. No. How's you do it? three months boot camp. You go home for a little bit of vacation. Then you go and you do some more infantry school. School of, uh, School of Infantry, SOI, back then when I went through. Where was that? That was in Lejeune, North Carolina. Okay. Camp Lejeune. And then after that is where you go to your duty station. And that's where, no, not your duty station. The place where they teach you your job. And my job was in El Paso, Texas. And it was for three months teaching me about the missile system. So what was your job? With the missiles. My job was to shoot a surface-to-air missile. What's a surface-to-air missile? Think, um, yeah, I don't think it exists now. Oh, you're that old? War, <laughs> war has changed, man. War has changed. I like yeah. that. Uh, we should make a t-shirt of that. War has changed. Yeah. Uh, war has changed, Who's man. that? Who's that? That's that Alanis Morissette. The, the blonde? Yeah, that's wow, Alanis Morissette. Wow, she is Oh, hot. yeah. She looks, she looks pretty hot. Yeah, she's definitely a seven. But here... She, not so much. Not so much. <laughs> she got better. She got older. I'm telling you right now. So let me ask you a question. Um, hey, what do you got in that cup there, buddy? What are you drinking there? Well, we have no plastic cups, bro. Descendant. Oh, you're. Oh, so you know what's funny? Right, let me ask you a question. Since we're coming up on the holidays, were you away? Were you ever um, stationed or like out to sea or anything during the holidays? Uh. Maybe in Japan for the first year, because so, I was in Okinawa, Japan for the first year. So what, what, like, 
what do you guys do if your family's away and like what do soldiers typically do like during the holidays and whatnot? You hang out with your friends and you just celebrate the holidays with your friends. You can't go anywhere. That's it. Yeah. I mean, you have no family to go to. That's it. I remember celebrating, man, in El Paso, Texas. Um, was it Thanksgiving or Christmas or something? No lie, at a Denny's. Really? And we had our dinner or whatever it was at a Denny's in El Paso. Stuff. And I also crossed over the border into Juarez, Mexico. But well, that's, that's another, another that's another podcast. That's another story, yeah, that's another podcast. Yeah, you can't do that nowadays. Um, so when you're on the boat, are there other chicks on the boat? Like, I know this is. I'm. I'm just gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask you <laughs> questions that people probably think. Like, yo, you're how old are you at that time? I would say twenty. All right, twenty. Your dick worked. You're fucking a horny guy, right? Yeah. So, are there chicks on the boat? Absolutely, Navy. You have Marine chicks, but you have more Navy. So Navy, females. Navy and Marine are on the same boat. Yes. And do the Marine like they bang on the boat? How would you, yeah. So give me a scenario. Like, let's say if, if you let's you say finagle it, you can get it. So let's say you're. <laughs> let's say you're. I don't know what. I'm serious because listen, here's the way you don't get they. They do a good job of actually segregating us. For instance, when it was time for the Marines to eat. You won't eat with Navy people, personnel. Why? You won't, because it's just, we don't mix with them a lot. It's different. They have different rules than us. Okay. You know? They're a little more lax? Yes. So when the Marines eat, the Marines eat. When the Navy eats, the Navy eats. So periodically you'll catch a female Navy, Mm -hmm. you know, girl walking around. And you know what time it is, you know? Uh-oh. You're on a boat for six months. <laughs> but it's consensual. You know, I would assume it's, it's consensual, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But magazines are a big thing. <laughs> and now with the phones, I can imagine with, with Wi-Fi. Remember, when I was on the boat, I didn't have, you know, internet, cell phones like we do now. Man, I had my first phone was a flip phone after 9-11. A Sprint flip phone. Wow. Nice. That was, that was becoming the big thing. Wow. We don't have all that. We didn't have all this crap that we have now with the phones. I Wait, can't imagine how it is now. Were you in 9-11? Were you already deployed? No, I got deployed to. Um, but you were in the military during 9-11? Yes. So, I was. you know, take me back to that, actually. So where were you during 9-11? I was actually doing a uniform inspection and what, during 9-11. I'll never forget it. And what happened? Did you pass? Um, during the inspection, the TV was on, and we saw the first airplane hit the building, and we thought it was a crash, like a, somebody messed up. And then uh, a couple minutes later, you see the other one, and then we realized that there was a fucking problem. So what was, like, the, like, walk me through, like, what was the mental state of soldiers during 9-11? Once well, you get that, like, you guys want to, you guys just want to go fucking rip heads hit, off? I had, I had my platoon. After the second plane, I was a sergeant in the Marine Corps. So after the plane, second plane hit, we all looked at it, and I realized this wasn't a joke now. There's obviously something going on. You're not going to have two pilots consistently within 15 minutes fucking up, flying. So um, we realized we had a problem, and I, I swear to God, I would say no more than 15 minutes later, my gunnery sergeant, who's above me, had called me in and says, we have to have a meeting within 15 minutes. 
uh, probably the second plane, no lie. And I told the platoon, go back to their barracks and then stand by for orders. And then we had a meeting. And then we had to go to Arizona for training. And then eventually, um, you know, we never got deployed. We we trained in the anticipation of getting deployed. But for whatever reason, we never got deployed. So, you know, when people tell me what, what year you got out, I, I say 2002. And they always ask me, did you get deployed to Afghanistan? I actually say no, I didn't. And Bush allowed a certain amount of us to get deployed. Um, no, not deployed, but get out. Okay. So I got out. It is where it is. But the mental state of the soldiers, they were just full, like, let's go fight. Well, you got to understand something. You train 24-7 for the day that something actually realistic happens. So you're dealing with guys that are 18, 19 years old. They're pumped. Yeah. Their dick is hard. Oh, I bet. So they want to apply that training to real life. So they're willing to go. Speaking of dicks so. being hard in the military, um, how would you jerk off? Like, did you, you obviously, you you would jerk off, right? So, like, walk me through that. What the fuck is, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I'm going to walk you through that, Danny. It's very simple, bro. You're on a boat, you have magazines, you yank. But you yank. You hear doors opening and closing because the ship is rocking. You deal with it. Oh, but you do it in your rack? You guys, like, put it like No, a... you wouldn't do it in your rack. As a matter of fact, in the barracks, you have one bathroom between two different rooms so you share a bathroom so but do you like put like a sock on your door or something like that to see that yeah. nah you just That's... know you know what time it is but what, what happens you, you deal with it it's almost a, a sixth sense what? you know when something's in there <laughs> what happens when <laughs> what happens when you're on the boat though I just told you no but you, you get a magazine and you yank your carrot That's it. <laughs> you do it oh uh, man so it. um you also you also play guitar, right? So, right? No, not till I went to uh, North Carolina. I didn't have it. Uh, I had an acoustic I bought in North Carolina just to mess around with the guitar. But on the boat, no, I didn't have anything. So, what was your band like growing up that you would listen to? My band growing up. Did did uh hold on? Did bands ever go and visit the uh, bear like the the soldiers? No, and play? no, no, no. I know we Three Doors Down no. did all that. No. No, what you see now didn't exist. It's like the US the USAO or something like that, right now? Well, no, the USO always existed. That's a liaison for the military guys whenever they're traveling. I went there when I was going to Japan. But these, these bands going there and playing for the troops in Afghanistan didn't exist before. Because remember, if you don't remember, when a portion of the war, remember when Bush landed on the aircraft carrier that famous landing that yes. he did yes he has said the war was over correct it was far from over really so after that that's when things grew bigger and bigger so everybody thought initially that was my era when bush landed everybody thought it was over but it wasn't over so do you, do you was it was it a great experience like what was serving for the military absolutely man I, I, I don't regret it for one minute. Well, I, I met great people. I, I traveled different places. It was amazing, man. It was awesome. It's awesome. Well, I definitely want awesome. to thank you for, for your service. Um, happy Veterans Day. It's tomorrow. Thank you so much for everything you've done. Um, and also to everybody else that's serving for us currently or have served in the past.
Um, we, we want to thank you guys. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, but that song comes from Reed. That's not from Reed. Army guys are going to know that. What? What was that? Army guys won't know that song, man. Oh, that's, but I know, and I'm not nothing against the army guys, a, but we're talking Marine to a marine guy. Song, so we're talking to a marine guy. And today's actually the we're marine talking to a devil dog. Today's the Marine Corps birthday, correct? Correct, hundred percent. So, yes, so tomorrow's what, the Veterans Day. But what do Marines you know, do? It is what, what it is. What, I don't know. Does, does the Air Force have a song? I think it's uh, "Danger Zone" by Kenny Loggins. No. <laughs> is what? it? Hold on, let me see. What's um? Is it? Do you have that song? I would love to hear that song right the now. The army, too. I don't know. I don't know what the army is. What? What? Um. What? So, what do Marines do on on the Marine Corps birthday? Just hang out and drink. Yeah, usually you go there and you talk with other Marines. You can still fit in your uniform, <laughs> which ninety nine percent can't. Do you still hang out with any of your old Marine Corps buddies? No. None of them are local. This is the they're this is the Air Force. This is the Air Force. They're all, no, they're all out of state. The two best ones. This is the Air Force fight song. I've never. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I've never heard. Like, it's very song. intimidating. It's like they. they yeah. Kenny yeah, Loggins. It, it like should I be say, the Kenny Loggins song. Kenny Loggins. Danger Zone. That's like a little yeah, more intimidating. Well, I'll play that because that put the uh, even though. <laughs> That um, was mediocre Air Force Marine Corps. Do you have uh, like a funny, funny memory of you in the Marines that you'd, you'd want to share? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, Give me I one. do. Is I, I mentioned it earlier on. So in El Paso, Texas, because this is the biggest trouble I ever got in the entire four years I was enlisted. When I was in El Paso, Texas. How old were you? I, I must have been 19 oh my God. because from boot camp to there, I was still 19 years old. Um, we crossed over the border from Texas into Juarez, Mexico. This was 1998, 99. You're looking for the don donkey show? Well, we went to a place I'll never forget. It was called Tequila Derby, Drink to You Drown. Tequila so, Derby. Derby, Drink to You Drown. No yeah. lie, you give them $20. American, American $20, and you drank unlimited tequila sunrise drinks. Mm. No lie. And it was the first time I ever drank alcohol. You. Got my witness. So what happened? The truth. So what happened? So I drank. So 20 bucks. And I drank till I drowned. They had to fireman carry me back over the border into the United States. No lie. And when I got to the barracks, there was a sergeant, I'll never forget, he was a prick, Rodriguez. And he burned me. Uh, he says I was underage drinking because I was still under the age. Back then in the Marine Corps, you had to be 21 to drink. Yeah, but you were illegal in Mexico, so what's the difference? Yeah, but you're coming back into the U.S. Uh, but I, you weren't I, drinking in the I, U.S., I, you were drinking in Mexico. Hello. Yeah, but I was how. You back, have to follow the, the Marine Corps ro rules and well, everything. Hold on, but you said back in the day the legal age was 21. I believe the legal age is still 21 to drink. I don't know what it is now in the Marine Corps. Oh, it why? Because it, it's different? It, I think at one point it changed. I wouldn't be – I think back back in the day it was different. You know, it was it was younger ages when they were fighting nasty wars. I could be wrong. That but was like in the 1800s, through, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
but when I went through 21 and when I came over, this guy burned me and he reported me. And um, the next day I had to report to the sergeant major, man. So what's the worst punishment that you can get as a Marine before, um, be, besides um, getting thrown in the brig or like, you know, oh, getting, getting kicked out, I'm assuming. No, but like, but what I mean by punishment is like, did you have to like clean the bathroom with a fucking toothbrush? Oh, or? what do you think this is? No. Full metal jacket? <laughs> no, no, no. That's, that's, that's all movies. No. Like, for instance, with my thing, I was confined to my room. So I was denied liberty. They call it liberty. Straight up. Damn. That sucks. <laughs> it was. I was confined to liberty, but I got I got written up. So, like, page 11, which is like a reprimand. Oh, okay. Okay. I got written up, but the sergeant major, after speaking to him, he kind of understood where we were, and um, the biggest thing was I wanted to be moving with my class. I didn't want to be set back, recycled, so to speak. And I, I beat it. I moved my class. And, you know, fun, yeah. Congratulations. I got it, man. I well, got it, so. well, brother, uh, we want to thank you for everything that you've done. Uh, you know, thank you so much. For your service, and uh, you're the man, Nick. You're the man. You're the man. So, to you and uh, to all your other soldiers that are out there, do you have any a message that you want to put out? No, stay motivated. Stay motivated. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Nick. Hi, brother. Thanks for coming on. We'll, we'll get back right, to man. you. All right, buddy. All right, love you guys. Right, love you too, love buddy. Take care. That was Nick. Nick Dordo. Nick. You're calling somebody, buddy. I'm fucking calling him back at any time. I don't want to talk to him again. <laughs> oh man. So, um, to kind of change, you know, avenues here. Um, the other night, Jesus. The other night, I uh, we tried to do like you know we we bought this you know we're we use the the road, uh podcaster to to record these and um so we bought it the other day right yeah it was a i think again i don't know why thursdays but i think we, we did it last thursday right yeah big shout out to uh guitar center ed, ed eddie eddie eddie's the one that hooked it up if you Eddie's. guys have any questions about anything that has to do with uh sound yeah that's the guy to go see cool dude so we we finished about like one thirty in the morning because we're we're like two neanderthals uh, trying to figure this thing out, cause I'm the furthest thing from techie. Like even in the band, like that's why I'm the drummer. I just it. <laughs> but we we finished about one thirty in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. So I go inside. I, I think we put out. What did we do? Two a little bit over two hours of content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That day. Yeah, absolutely. Cause you know we're just trying out. We're just trying out, and we were trying we were trying all this out. But, um, so funny story. Well, actually, it's a fucked up story. So I go inside, you know, one thirty in the morning. I, you know, I shower, I go to bed. And, um. Did you touch it? No. No, I didn't. Good it, job. It's No Nut November. Oh, box. go fuck yourself with No Nut November. <laughs> Which we'll get to that. But, so, I wake up on Friday. And, um, there's, like, that Wacken Hut. I have, like. Wacken Hut security in my neighborhood. 
Okay. And it's a it's a, a lady. She knocks on my door, and she's like, "Hey, there was a break in to a couple cars here on your block." And I was like, "Excuse me, like that's super." I've lived here for six years, and the only time I've ever seen uh, police here is uh, come to your house. Well, yeah, they came to my house to arrest somebody because they were they knocked on my mailbox. It was another crazy story, but so. The lady comes out. She tells me, hey, they broke into a bunch of your your cars. And I'm like, what? So I walk outside, and I see a Metro-Dade police car there. And ironically, I knew the guy um, because he's, like, the th- the police officer that works at the church I go to. Um, So he tells me, hey, listen, they broke into a bunch of cars. You have a camera. You have camera systems. Can you, can you go ahead and check that out? So I'm reviewing my camera, right? So I see you leaving my house, like around one thirty-five in the morning. Okay. And then um, I did not break into any cars, by the way. No, no, I know absolutely, but it it it, I, it was just odd because I freak out. I'm like, were we like two dipshits in here recording, and they're just like wreaking havoc here on my on my block? So I live on a cul-de-sac, as you know. And um, so I review the cameras, and I see like at a little little past three twenty a.m. I see a car pull up to my neighbor's house, and uh, two 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 guys get out and they just open up the doors and then they they jump to my neighbor other neighbor's house, and my camera picks all this up. Uh, it's in a distance, so it's not like you can get like I guess a good description on anybody. Okay. But they walk to my my house, and my house is lit up, right? Like I have a bunch of lights in the front of my house. For that, I guess it's like a I use that as a like, like a deterrent. deterrent. Yeah, exactly. So the ki- the kid walks up to the front of my driveway and like a motion sensor turns on and he just like stops like a deer in headlights. And he looks and he like... Were you able to get a good view of him there? Not really. I, I give it to the police officer, you know, he's whatever. But I, I come to find out that they caught seven, 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 seven kids. I don't know. He said kids. I don't know if they're kids, young adults, whatever, teenagers. But he catches seven guys... Uh, that night they caught and they had a bunch of prop people's property and, and whatnot. And then like, so whatever I, I'm in my car after he tells me all this and I tried to help him, the, the, the police officer as much as I could. And I'm driving and I'm, I start thinking about like, dude, I had never thought growing up, maybe it was parenting. I don't know if parenting is different now. Like I was scared shitless of my parents. Like, oh, God f- forbid I fucking got in trouble for breaking into a car or something. I wouldn't be here. Like, yeah, you know, of course. Like, I had the grandmother that had the magic sandal that would cut corners and fucking somehow snipe you in the head. Mine had a wiffle ball bat. Okay. <laughs> but, like, I remember just even talking to my parents. Like, I fried eggs and woof, I'm eating a backhand. Una galleta. Yep. You know? So, and, and I started thinking about that, and I, I started thinking about, like, you know, what we're doing here and, and, and a good topic to talk about. And I thought, like, what was, like, what would your parents have done to you if you got caught by police or something? Well, you're going to jail. Imagine you got arrested. Okay. So, I'm going to give you, I'm going to tell you exactly give me a scenario. verbatim what my dad told me. All right, please. And this is what he said. And I quote, if you ever... Get arrested, you better not call me. 
Yeah, well, wait, wait, it's not done. Oh, okay. I just had a dramatic pause. Oh, it, it was very dramatic. Set the tone. But if I find out you called somebody before me, I'm going to whoop your ass. So basically, don't call nobody. Correct, Amundo. Nobody. You like that? Don't call nobody. Nobody. Don't call anybody. If you call me first, don't call me. But if you get to call somebody else, you better not. I better be your first phone call. So the, what the fuck do I do? What do I do? And I've been in predicaments. I've been in predicaments that, thank God, thank God that it, it, it didn't work out. It didn't go as far as that. But there's been times I'm like, man, I'm going to have to make a phone call here. This is going to be a tough one. There's been occasions that I've had to call my parents growing up. And I tell you, I, I'm, I'm very thankful for them. But if I would do it all over, I probably wouldn't. Bro, asshole. Like, I don't think kids get their asses whooped anymore. But that's, that, you know, I'm, that's what I'm getting to, what I'm going to get to right now, I should say. And I think that there's lack of ass whooping going on. I think that there needs to be a, obviously within, you know, uh, with, within boundaries. But a good ass whooping is, is, is perfectly normal. Like, now being a father, and, and tell me if you agree, <clears throat> Parenting is different. It's, I, I feel like everything is very PC, very, like, just the world, right? Everything's, you have to be politically correct, and and kids have rights, right? Right. Like, I would never tell my parents, oh, I'm going to call the police because you hit me, right? You're crazy. Exactly. Because my, mo- my mom or my dad, my grand, whoever, they would give me the phone and say, call them. Yep. I dare, you know? I just, and now everything is like, they're trying to change it up, and I don't understand why changing up the script because now, look, they're changing ways of, like, talking and dealing with their kids. But I, I my my opinion, which doesn't mean shit, but I feel like the generation is just depleting, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I, I Lack of respect. Yeah, lack right? of – well, yeah, because of what I, – I, the famous slogan, which is, it starts at home. Yeah. Right? So yeah. – you, you, if you disrespect your parents, what's to say that you're not? Why the the the, the forefront of of authority in your life, and you're gonna disrespect them, and you get away with it? The rest of the world is free game. Well, I and I and I and I think that that resonates in you as you grow up, right? So like, you don't break rules because you're scared of the outcome, fear. I think, unfortunately, I feel again my opinion. I may be wrong, but with respect, respect and fear go hand in hand. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I didn't, and, and don't don't get me wrong. I was no fucking angel growing up. Far no. from it. But I knew like the threshold. Like, okay, I fucked up a little too much here. Like, I wouldn't cross that line. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I was scared when growing up to getting an ass whooping. Right. Like, even now as an adult, I'm <laughs> I don't fucking do certain things because I'm scared of. Not scared of my wife, but I'm scared of the repercussions. You get what I'm saying? Like, if I fucking hang out with you, <laughs> dick. But like, if I get home, I tell my wife, "Hey, I'm gonna be out for a little bit," and I get home at four o'clock in the fucking morning. Well, I dude, think I'm, anybody's gonna be in trouble. Oh, I'm, gonna get the, my, I'm gonna get like, let me smell your dick, type thing. You know what I'm saying? Whoa, like, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. But but you know, it, but you're scared. You don't do that yeah, because of course. but but if you, you don't respect, instill if you don't instill respect. that fear, if you don't instill that, it's not just respect. It's giving respect too. Because my dad, my dad whooped my ass because it was Tuesday, right? It's Tuesday, so what the fuck? Why not? But at the same time, 
uh, that respect was instilled. Yes, on, and there's different ways of doing it. His way was through fear. You know what I mean? I, I think all Did parents, it work for me just because I was... Well, just I think it of, is. You turned out all right. The you know? type of person, yeah, somewhat. I mean, <laughs> that's another podcast. That's that's a whole other topic for a podcast. But, you know, at the same time... Do you hit your kids? I have, yeah. Like, so I talk a big game, right? So like, I karate chopped that motherfucker across the neck. Punch him in the throat or something? Yeah, bro. Right in the fucking trachea. Like, my daughter, I think I've hit her twice. And it was when she had once, she had a pamper. And the other one, I think I, like, hit her arm. But I feel terrible. I'm like, you know, so then I, I kind of start converting to, like, let me talk more. Let me talk more. But the other day, for example, I'm math. She's in kinder. So, by the way, the whole educational system, what the fuck? They're changing math now. Like, I can't even fucking solve these problems. So, like, the, I remember growing up, 5 plus 5 equals 10, right? Now they give you equals 10, what plus what equals 10, and you have to give, like, five different examples. Right. Fine. Never had to do that, but obviously, you know, I, I can help her out with that. But I was thinking, like, why are they changing this up? Like, why can't they just, like, teach the kids, count your fingers? Like, that's what I did. Like, multiplication. Do you know the the, the nine trick? Yeah. Anything you know, you do like they don't teach that no. anymore. Everything is like because they want it. It's super because complicated. what it, what it breaks down to is this: five plus five is ten. But they want to tell you, or they're actually teaching the kids why five plus five equals ten. Yeah, but these teachers are assholes because they understand that the parents have to help their kids do the homework. And what the fuck do I know about what they're the, yeah. like? You get what I'm saying? Like yeah. so then they. they <laughs> they fuck you because now you have to pay a tutor who's familiar with this shit if your kid is having trouble with the, you know, you can't, yeah. even if you were a parent that wanted to help or whatnot, you can't teach them. So, like, I saw uh, a friend of mine, she's a teacher for fifth grade, and she's, she even thinks it's ridiculous, but I guess she has to go and with, with the curriculum. She, she has to adhere to right. the curriculum she has to teach. So, like, she even says it's ridiculous, and it's, she's a fucking teacher, you know? Yeah, bro. But you know, it's some things are out of our control. Unfortunately, I mean, we know we have the power to vote and all that stuff. But um, what it boils down to is what it boils down to is money, buddy. Hmm. That's what it comes down to—the nitty gritty of money. Somebody created a program, which I know who created it. But um, oh, you do? <laughs> yeah. But there's a person that creates a program, and that program gets sold, and that and that curriculum gets it's sold and 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 implemented and. Books are made, and there you go. Everybody makes money. It's it's, but yeah. But just, so that was that was just one aspect of the parenting. Whoop your thing. whoop but your whoop, kids' ass. Whoop your kids' ass, and essentially pay for a tutor. But if you, if I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you this trick that I learned that's helped me with whooping my kids' ass, <laughs> if you will. Something that my dad didn't do, and I learned from this. See, my dad, like I told you before, my dad whooped my ass because it was Tuesday, but he never told me why. I. I assumed why, and I kind of knew why, because I had fucked up somewhere along the line. But what I do now is I fuck my kid up. But after I fuck him up, I sit down and I talk to him. And I break down the fuck up. Kind of like your math that you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. I kind of, I break down the fuck up. So, so like, you fucking lie plus give me attitude equals a fucking knuckle to the back of your head. Correct. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, so it's a good equation. And then I make them do push-ups on a bed of nails. Well, yeah, funny story. Check this out. And oh, it's you it, and your funny stories. No, bro. I know, I know. I'm sorry. And I think it's apropos for 
it being uh, the Marine Corps birthday. So I have a, a friend. He, well, he's an older gentleman, and he was in the military, actually with my dad. And um, so he has two younger boys, and he's divorced. And um, the kids, I guess, were like um, fucking around at home and not listening to their mom and whatnot. So she tells the kids, you're going to go stay with your father. You know, which is kind of fucked up. Like, hey, it's a punishment. You're going to stay with your dad. But whatever. So they're staying with the dad, and he finds out of their fuck-ups. And they're, like, giving mom attitude. And these are, like, 13- and 10-year-old boys, right? They're oh, boy. So, yeah. So um, he says, all right, you guys want to fucking play games? This is what you're going to do. And I, I really appreciate this method that he took. So, again, like I said, he was in the military. So he wakes these kids up at, like, the crack of dawn, like 5 a.m. <laughs> and he puts the whole, that, that whole, bum, 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 you know, that song in the house, full blast, and he walks into the room with a pot and a wooden spoon. Boom, 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 boom. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Wake up, wake up. Wakes these kids up. They're, like, frantic. Like, what the, you know, what the fuck is going on right now? Makes them do up-downs in the room and takes them outside. Now, it's, like, 5, 15 a.m., and he records this. And he's like on Facebook saying, this is how what you have to do with your kids when they do. And he has them doing sprints down the block. And while they're doing the sprints, he's like, why are we doing this? Because we did. Are we going to because we didn't listen and we, we didn't do our homework. Are we going to continue doing this? No, sir. And they're like sprinting, 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 sprinting. And that was his punishment to these kids. I think you know him. His name's Leo. Maybe. Yeah. So. He, uh, and that's like, everybody has their own. That's cool. Yeah. They, everybody has their own method, you know? Uh, and that's, if you have, uh, any tips or anything you want to share, obviously, um, just on the Instagram, we'll put a, a, a photo of like dad's punishment or we'll, we'll figure it out and, uh, just comment below. And maybe we'll talk about it in the future. Yeah, man. Sounds good. Yeah. Shoot us up, shoot us up, uh, an IG hit or uh, an email. And whatever you want, I'm gonna give you the I'm gonna give you the handles now. Uh, we just got a, the Instagram handle up, so we're we're live on that. Uh, also, we have an email account. Send us an email. Send us some pictures. Send us some comments. Send us a topic, something you guys would want to hear us. You know, send us funny stories, man, and 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 we'll 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 do a shout out for you. Um, the IG handle is gonna be, uh, it's gonna be the Hangout Hour, but it's the underscore Hangout underscore Hour. And then the email is uh, thehangouthour at gmail.com. So hit us up. We're going to be getting up more than likely a Facebook page here pretty soon. And uh, Snapchat. We're going to be doing Snapchat and Twitters and all that kind of good stuff just to keep in touch with everybody. Absolutely. And also tag us on funny videos. Yeah, um, absolutely. I'll tag us. Um, so. What, something that you wanted to talk about, Danny. Go ahead. Yeah, it's something I've been. I think we're going to open it up now. Oh, uh, here we go. So you're recently single. I am. Um, when was the last time you were single? Because the reason I ask is we're in 2019, about to be 2020, right? Like, yep. do you think your game has changed now, like, compared to you at, I don't know, 17, 18, 19 years? I don't know. How, how old were you when you got married? I was 21, 20, 21. All right. So, <coughs> excuse me. Do you think um, your game now has changed? Like, 
your approach, like what game? All right, here we go. <laughs> Scenario. I haven't been single since I've been. It's been about a year now since since everything happened, and prior to that was nineteen. I think I was nineteen years old, and I had met my ex wife, my now ex wife. I had met her, and and we just gone eighteen years. We went, and then we ended up getting a divorce. But yeah, I mean, talking about game, dude. I don't even know. I I was actually thinking about this today as I was riding motorcycle. Uh, big shout out to all my Harley. Harley guys um, and girls. Uh, I don't even know. I don't know how to be single. I don't know how to be. I, I see, I see people on the uh, on Instagram and and all this stuff that I see on on social media. And these guys are going out. Girls are going out and this and that and partying it up. And I'm like, dude, I am I'm out of this game so much that I don't know. I don't know how to be single. I don't know how to do it. So I'm. That's something. That's it's something that's a new venture in my life, and I don't know. What I'm gonna do or how I'm gonna do it, but really? No, keep going. <sighs> Jesus Christ, this guy with this song. It's a good song though, bro. Damn. Such a good song, dude. Bro, that takes me back there. Does it? Hold on, here we go. Ready? Let's go, let's go. Let's, let's, let's relive it. Close your eyes, make a wish, and blow out. So let's set the mood. You're in. You're gonna celebrate. You're at, you're at a dance. Mm-hmm. I don't know what. What a dance! I don't know. This song. Let, we're gonna compare it now because I'm gonna compare. This is gonna be funny, actually. Don't you remember? This is gonna be. Hold on. This is gonna be funny. But don't you remember Ready? when when you used to go places and you used to play soul songs? Absolutely. And I remember like growing up, like we we would go to dances, right? Uh, like, so I I went to schools where like it, it was your birthday. I, I I guess it's still normal. I don't know if it is, but back then it's your birthday and you would have a dance party. Right. Right. So growing up, I was growing up through through the um when like rave was coming up. And yeah, I went to a bunch that. of raves. Dude, it it was like, do you remember this song, growing up? It's not playing now. Nope, that's not it. Uh, so, but growing up, I uh, we would go and then like these songs would come out and these slow songs, and I was so nervous of having to go and ask a girl to dance. And like eventually, when I would go to dance, it was like I was like Frankenstein. Like my hands yeah. were at her hips, like they were straight, and I didn't know how to ask a girl to dance. And you had no game. You're like, hey, you wanna? And you you have this dance, and like, yo. That's it. Like, you go back to school. That's it. Monday, but the premise, the premise of you go the to dance, Hot Wheels. The premise of the dance was to go dance with that girl, slow dance, which I never had the courage to do. Or speaking of Hot Wheels, look this song. You remember this song? With speaking of Hot Wheels, that you would try to get that slow that that slow skate. You know what I mean? This song was like the shit in like eighth, ninth grade. Do you remember this? No. Oh. Once, once you hear the hook, you, you'll know it. And I hope any of you that know this song, comment on it on the, on the Instagram. And then we would all pop out with glow sticks. Oh, with the little fucking, chains. With nunchucks. The nunchuck fucking glow knock sticks. your head out.
song, man. Oh, how long is this intro, bro? This song? That was the worst. So, like, what are you doing? You remember this song? What about this song? Hold on. You gotta hear the hook. You gotta oh, hear the hook? You gotta hear the three hook? minutes in? It's coming, it's coming. D's over here dancing. Yeah. I, I want glow sticks. It's coming. Oh, yes. Wow, I can't believe I had forgotten about that. Yeah, yeah, man. That was a big one. So you're there at Hot Wheels. This was never at Hot Wheels. Oh, this was at... Never. What? This is way after Hot Wheels. No way. Yeah. Well, Hot, maybe Thunder Wheels, Hot Wheels. Your time and my time in Hot Wheels is different, though. Yeah, for sure. This is my time. And this is my time in Hot Wheels. This is my time in Hot Wheels. <laughs> no, this is the dance parties. Space is gonna blow your mind. What? Uh, dude, I have so many. Like, once this shit came on, all the girls that were like quiet in class and yeah, like I either the, yeah, the, the, the corner. They turned into the, the tremendo fucking ratchet chicks. Oh, oh man. man, and that was the worst because you get big shout out to Uncle Al. On that uh, one. Bro, you're like. What for, I was like 14, 15 years old, and booty came out and like yeah, dude, so you're, you get right behind them and you're like oh that's a hard on I don't want I'm out. That. where's the coke <laughs> so that, there you go difference between that and then back then you would get behind a girl well oh dude don't, don't well, get me started here you get back and you're like oh my god I got a hard on it's coming it's coming it's coming I'm out and I know some guys would be like fuck it but back then I was very timid and very shy so I'd be like oh my god no oh, uh, boners yeah. ah. but now I'm like. <laughs> If you're happy and you oh, know it, get up on it. <laughs> <laughs> Which, all right, so back to it. So back then, you were very timid, right? Yeah. So what happens now, like, you go, <clears throat> you go to a bar. <laughs> and you see a chick, right? Yep. Yeah. And now your game is different, right? So you see what your type of chick is what? Like, what is it? Like, do you have a, a type or no? Just... Obviously, like let's say to to approach a chick, do you have a type? Like, say, blonde, blonde, young girl, yeah. good looking. She's at the bar ordering a drink. What what's your move? Damn, I I don't, bro. I suck at this, bro. All right, so like, what type of but night would you be going to? Like reggaeton? Are you a reggaeton kind of guy? You or? know, I'm glad you brought that up though, because I am a very eclectic, very very eclectic person when it comes to music. So I'll the same way I can listen to Uncle Al, I can listen to reggaeton, I can listen to hard rock, I can listen to uh, Spanish rock, I can listen to everything. So yeah, man. I mean, it's it's very it's very uh, I'm very eclectic when it comes to that. So uh, giving the circumstances of what you're giving me right now, I mean the the scenario, I think it more than likely would be a maybe like a reggaeton night, you know, you're sitting at a bar or whatever, and, and most places are playing your know, reggaetons, even though. A lot of the bars are bringing back like the 80s rock and the 80s stuff like that, you know, uh, Bon Jovi and stuff like that. But if I were to approach a girl, what would I say? I'd, you know, I, I'd probably already know what she's drinking because I've been scoping her out for a minute. Not not in a creepy way, though, but just, you know, I've been, I've been scoping her out for a little bit to see what she's drinking. So I'd probably go up to her and ask her. To... There you Is go. Is that what you're talking about? Such a great song, dude. Oh. <laughs> 
I don't like, but this is more like a college night song, right? Like, this is when the whole bar is singing it. Just a small town girl, living in a lonely world. What a good song. Man, what a great so, song. let's say that's the song. We're going to keep it right there. <clears throat> okay. So, ready? We're gonna, I'm gonna, I want to put this. I want to play the, the scene out for everybody. So, Oscar, you're at the bar, and you're, like, trying to, like, talk to the bartender, like, I want to, I want to, and tonic. He's going to say, why? I want to, and tonic. Oh, vodka tonic. Yeah, what's up? I want O's and tonic. What? Tito's, Tito's, right? And then you, you look across the bar, and then right here. You see her across the bar. Okay. And you're like, wow. I want to go talk to this girl. Yeah, I'll, I'll turn around and leave. You. You finally get the confidence, right? All to right. To go up and talk to this chick. Right? Six drinks in, I'll go and I'll go talk All to right, this girl. Six, what are we drinking? What are we drinking? Uh, well, we'll stick with Tito's and Tonic, if you will. You brought it up, so. So six drinks in, Tito's and Tonic. And then... If I'm at a bar, I'm usually going to probably drink Tito's and Tonic anyways. Okay. I might do a JMO, but... And then, so then you walk up to her at the bar. You're six drinks in. And by that time, this is probably playing. Right? I'm going to ask her to dance. Hey, you want to dance? Hey, what's... <laughs> hey, you want to hey, dance? you like this song? You heard of this band before? So then you walk up to the chick. Okay. Do you, and what's your game now? Do you, like, buy her a drink or... Or, like, what do you do? What do you do? Yeah, try to make conversation, man. Even beer 30. There you go. Uh, I, silent. Yeah, try, to make a, try to make some type of conversation with her, man. You know, um, are you a pickup line kind of guy or just like, hey, what's up? You know, how are you? But do you try to act like cool? Great song. Like, there's a lot of guys that are super into themselves. Obviously, looking at you and I, if, if you guys don't know us, we're not like, we're not... At, Super Miami bro kind of guys. No, no, quite the opposite. Yeah, I don't have, you know, I don't, I don't do CrossFit. <laughs> yeah, I don't do none of that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm kind of chubby. Yeah, you know. So you walk up. Hair. So, so you hit him with humor, I would assume, right? Well, yeah, it's it's my defense mechanism. So I, I try to hit him with humor. But like again, songs playing, and I, I'm assuming this is the type of bar you're at, right? This is this, this is where this is the type of bar I would be at. Yeah, yeah this is playing in the background. Yeah, because this is the, the the stuff that I. So drink. then, what do you say? Hey, what's up? How are you? Good song. What are you drinking? Can I buy a drink? How about maybe? Hey, how are you doing? I'm Oscar. Okay. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> You're a horrible girl. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thank God, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so she. You guys start small talk. What do you talk about? Like, do you bring up? Are you the type of guy like? Now I feel like you. I would assume you. You ask somebody. Are you here with anybody or? Because now there's a lot of jackers that they come up to you and like, hey, why are you talking to my chick, bro? You know. Yeah. Um. So I've been put in that predicament already a couple times. Um. And that the girl. I start talking to the girl just because we we struck up a conversation, and then the boyfriend comes. Hey, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. Hey, relax, bro. You know. I'm, I didn't mean no disrespect. It is what it is. Let me buy you a drink. I'm that guy. 
I'm that guy that if I'm, I'm going to feel bad enough that if I did talk to your chick, even if it was yeah, unintentionally, I'm well, going to buy you a drink. You have de- you're decent. You're, you have decency. So let's say you're hitting it off, right? And like times have changed, right? Like back in the day, even growing up or like you talk to your parents, they had the discos back then. But but we're at this type of bar, right? They're right. playing Journey. They're playing Guns N' Roses. You, you guys are vibing and music comes on and this song comes on, right? This song. Oh, I'm going to have to ask a dance. Oh, are we dancing? Yeah. We're dancing? So now we're dancing, right? You're hitting her with the two-step, right? And she's like doing the little cute spin, looking at you, smiling. And you're saying, I I love this song, right? (laughs) I love this song. (laughs) So you're dancing. Do Do you give her space? Or or what do you do? Or yeah, I gotta. You know, at that point, it's kind of tricky because you gotta feel her out. You know, a lot of guys will just grab and bring in. Do but you, do you prefer a girl that's more aggressive than you, or would that scare you off? No, it doesn't scare me off. No, bring it. Yeah, so she grabs you by your. Bring lower, it, but I'm. I'm but I'm, she can't grab you like a bitch either, right? She can't grab you by your lower back. Yeah, right? exactly. But what if but, she does that? What, but like maybe she say, goes on like the, like the top shoulders or something. Oh, okay. All right, but. But she's gonna give you the signs, right? You know right. If the girl's you're vibing. Gonna, you, exactly. You're gonna know if the girl's vibing off of you. So you know she's gonna come in close. She's gonna start dancing. This is a very face to face, up close dance. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the little two steps side to side. And you know, hey, what, you know, God, what perfume is that? Is that, is that a line? <laughs> but see, what version of vodka you have on you? <laughs> <laughs> well, typically now it's it depends the time of the morning because if it's like two, three in the morning. Is that vomit in your hair? Like, yeah, for real. So, where where did you go, um, like, growing up? What 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 spots in Miami? As a young adult, I would go to like in my teenagers. I should say I, I was very big on Hot Wheels. I was in Hot Wheels almost every weekend. I would do two sessions. Whoa, 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 whoa! Are you a quad or in long inline guy? Quad, bro. Get that inline shit out of here. Oh, chill, bro. I'm an inline. Guy. I used to shuffle it up. <laughs> so I had a cousin that I had a cousin that worked at Hot Wheels, so it was dope. So I would pay one session and get the second session free. Okay. So I would skate there for whatever I don't even know. The session was I think two hours. So I would be there for four hours. Would you wear Jinkos? Um, I couldn't because my quad they would get stuck in my quads and I would fall. Oh. I learned my lesson with that one time. Oh, okay. So I would have to wear the the at the time a little bit of skinnier jeans or regular fit jeans or whatever you wouldn't call them. Um. But very awkward, man. I could still. I mean, I would see the booty dancing contest and all that stuff, and and I would hang out with my cousin. He was a referee. Remember the referees? And, and oh yeah, yeah. So I would hang out with him and shit. But and uh, then they would do the, the the race. Yeah, remember the race? And then the chicken dance. Yeah. Chicken dance would always come up. So and then as I got a little bit older, I started. Uh, uh, we would go to you know just different bars that we would go in. What I was always, I guess, like my blessing and my curse is that I look older than I am. So, and uh, I would. I would be 15, 16, 17 years old, and I would already be, nobody would ever ID me, so I was buying drinks wherever I wanted. I would go to the gas station, buy beer. You know, a lot of hangout with boys and stuff. Growing up, Firehouse was the big one. Did you ever go to Firehouse? No. You so, know where, you know where, um, you know where Lolita's is in Brickell? Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, South Miami Avenue, right? Yeah, Lolita's, where you can call me Dolores. That used to be, there used to be a club there, it's called, called Firehouse. No, okay, cool. No, the only place I used to go out out that east, um, growing up was Tobacco Road. Ah, Tobacco Road as well. Um, Purdy Lounge. Purdy was always on. Uh, Transit Lounge. 
Transit. Tra- well, transit being on this side of the causeway. Right. Uh, transit, tobacco road. Uh, I used to go to a place called Soho. Uh, Soho Lounge, IO Lounge. Those were the spots I, growing up, I would go to. You know, And then, like, right after high school, like, 2005, I graduated in 04. So, like, 05, 06, 07, the spot in West Kendall was fucking uh, the Ale House. Yeah. Oh, the Ale House was very big. <laughs> we would go to the Ale House. And then um, from there, there was this place called the Starlight Diner. Where, uh, oh, yeah, on Kendall. It's not, yeah. not, it's not there anymore. Now I think it's like... Uh, Sushi Saki. No. No, I'm sorry, Latin House. Latin House, correct. Yeah. And that's where we would go. And, dude, the beer of choice was Ebereno. We would call it Ebereno, the poison. Ice House. Oof, I used to love Ice House. Yeah. So, back to you. <laughs> so, now, was there a song that, like, gave you, like, a confidence booster? No. I'm cowardly all around. There was one for me. Like, this song, if this song played, I knew, oh, especially having a couple in me, oof, I'm in. Hit me with it. Turn of the mat. Wow. This was it, bro. Oh, I got one for I'm you. I'm coming in. I'm dancing. So, you know what? Let's play a little game. This is this is a game that we wanted to talk and, and talk about and play. We're, this is called The Battle we're going to do the song battle. And basically what we're going to do here is hopefully you guys will revisit some memories. Some good, not bad. And uh, we're going to ping pong some songs to see what thoughts it brings back to you. Or at a time and place that you were at. Funny story or whatnot. Maybe we'll have some funny stories. Um, but definitely. So this song to me was it, bro. Yeah. You there? That's a good song, though. Oh, absolutely. Turn on the mat. Here we go. This, this is mine. Went to jail. Oh, here we go. See if you remember this one. This uh-huh. one. If this song came on. This is how we do it. Oh. Well, this is it. This is the song. This is the song. This is it. You're, you're fucking there. Two steppings. What? And, and you know what's the worst? When this song always played. You're always like around like four dudes, and you guys are all like wailing, like oh, and you guys are all dancing. <laughs> you guys look like terrible, hoping that you're you're waiting for that phoenix, that that chick to walk up and like wow, you have some really good moves. Yeah, right? which never happened. Yeah, never. I'm still. <laughs> I never gave up all my tricks though. Like even if even if I like bang out a good dance, I would never do it. I only go half. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because you know, you, you, you don't want to. You don't want to like. Freak them out. Yeah. Like, wow. Hold on, I got one for you. So, well, where would they play this? Like, oh, you know, we used to go to another place. Uh, it was in Sunset Place, dude. Martini Bar. You remember Martini Bar in Sunset Place? Oh, that was huge. Yeah. Yeah, that was a big one. I was already married at the time that we would go. That was that was good. Um, but I, remember, I I grew up a rocker, so like I my thing was. Like go, there was a place in Sunset Place that was, I think it was called the Spot. I think right. it, I, I, I believe it was called the Spot, and we would go there, and that's where we would listen like to to cool bands and stuff. You know? I got into rock super late in my life, believe it or not. Really, I was I was a hip hop kid all the way, freestyle, hip hop, old school, rap, all that stuff. I got into I got into rock, man, fourteen, fifteen. 
Yeah. But no, it's around the age because you, I guess you grow up to what your parents listen to, right? Like yeah, but I can rock all the old Spanish songs. I mean, yeah. I'm, well, well, my my mom was a, she was she's Cuban, but she's gringa Cuban. Okay, does that make sense? Yeah, of course. So like, I would only hear Spanish music. Like, again, when I would go to these parties and they would play the the, the, the salsa song that you right. would, that the, the typical salsa song at a dance party, um, or but or the hip hop like DMX was huge. I remember DMX. Yeah, was DMX huge. Was, the Rough Riders. Yeah, the Rough Riders. Uh, DMX Rough Riders that came out when I was in eighth grade. And then my mom didn't let me buy the explicit version, so I'd have to get the one that didn't have parental or uh, <laughs> no, you'd have to have the one that was like radio version. Um, there you go. Oh, you no, I'm you on commercial. Oh, that was stupid YouTube. Um, so that, that, that that's it. Oh. What's up? No, stop, drop. Shut them down, open up shop. Oh, no. That's how Rough Riders roll. Stop, drop. Shut them down, open up shop. Oh, no. Bro, that's my shit. That's but that's so th- that's what I grew up to. And then uh, when I when I met my stepfather, who introduced me to music, like uh, rock and, and the drums, and I started playing, you know, rock and roll, <laughs> Right. Uh, the Chili Peppers, um, uh, Zappa, The Who, uh, Hendrix, uh, Rush, you know. That, uh, so I got a little bit of flavor, and then I grew up, and I started getting into my own stuff, like Coheed and Cambria. I got into that whole core scene of, like, from 16 to – so even now, I, I just went with my wife to see Coheed and Cambria up in Revolution. Fantastic show. Yeah? Yeah, they're, they're – those guys are. I don't know if any if you guys know who I'm talking about. Coheed and Cambria, great fucking band. Um, what about this one? I love them. Speaking of Chili Peppers. Whoa, bro, that's my shit. That snare is crazy, bro. That's Chad Smith, bro. But I feel What's like the name of the song? How long, how long last night? I'm not a singer. Um, so that's I, I, Under the Bridge? No. Um, it's from Californication, I think. I'm not sure. I gotta look that up. But like, I feel like music has lost its way. Like, I, especially I, here. In, like, like in Miami, there's it's, no... It's not just Miami. I think it's everywhere. No, no. You go up north and there's still bars with live music. Yeah. I was just in San I was just at one today. I was, well, I was just in San Diego, and there was fucking places where live music was playing. Here, ever since Tobacco Road left, they used to play uh, a place here on Sunset Cafe Cristal growing yeah. up. Scully band. still does it. Scully's will play a cover band, you know. Uh, I know my buddy Jesse plays with his band, Molly Takedown, at uh, Umbrella in in, um, in Sunset Place. But, like, I wish they would play more live music. I wish there was more live music here in Miami. I know in, in Wynwood, there's that place, Gramps. Uh, then they do the, the whole festival right there in Mana off of 2nd Avenue and, like, 26th Street. Um, you know, but I, for for the generations to come, man, like, I want people... I wish there was a location where, um, you know... It's coming. I, I hope it does. And, and, and if anybody's your, listening... Your boy's going to open one up. 
But you're gonna open one up. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's my, my dream. That's my dream. That's like my dream. I, I've always like, I, I would like to I would like to put this on the poll. If we had a poll, like if we make a poll, if we opened up a warehouse that live music would come and we'll figure out the you know other situations. But if there was a place that we had here in West Candle for live music and people to come and have a good time, would people come? Or are they too into the tiki tiki music and you know, because everybody, when they think about Miami, they think about South Beach and, you know, the you go to Brickle now, it's completely different. Yep. It's 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 not Brickle, well, the Brickle that we we're used to growing up, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it's tough. Like, like right now, if they said, hey, where do you want to go right now? Like, I wish there was a place that you knew for a fact, Sunday to Sunday, it was you were going to go there and there was either a cover band, there was live music. I don't know of a place. No, I don't know. And And, and I... Play live music. I don't know of a place. Churchill's, which, well, you know, that's... Well, Churchill's doesn't play it every day. It doesn't. And it's kind of like in a shit part of town, you know? Like, you go there and, like, people... It's a little sketch, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's a cool bar. Like, my band played there two years ago, right? And I had people come. I think you went to the show. I did, and I was there. And That's when you were with uh, Versus Verde. Versus Verde, correct. So when we played, like, people went to the bathroom and whatnot... And they said, bro, you open the bathroom and it was like shit on the walls. It was like a fucking three by three bathroom. It's disgusting. Yeah. But it was like a rite of passage for bands to come down here in Miami to play at. Now there's another spot off of Seventh Avenue and like 20 something. It's called La Rosa. Okay. Yeah. I've heard you tell me about it. Yeah. My band played there as well. And that's a cool spot. But again, it's so far east. Like I wish there was something west and West Candle. Uh, Little Hoolies. I think used to play. I don't know if they still do. I haven't been to a show there, but I had been once that, you know, there was a cover band, there was live music. I just, again, they they cater so much here in Miami to like the whole reggaeton music, the hip hop, but there's, whoa, whoa. What? What? I love that shit. Oh, fuck. God, this is the best. That's good, man. Zach De La Rocha, bro. Tom Morello on that guitar. What? Get it. Oh. So, fun fact about now that I have this, just to get off topic for two seconds about music, I just heard on... On the radio the other day, that Rage Against the Machine is going to be touring. Are they? Yep. And they're going to entire band. The entire Same band. band. Yeah. And they're going to and they're having two next year. They have two spots in in Coachella. Oh shit! You know the last time I was supposed to go to fucking Coachella like in bro 2008, and they were fucking playing there, and I fucking passed it up, man. And I was going to fucking see Rage Against the Machine at fucking Coachella, and I fucking kicked myself in the ass every goddamn day. Well, you might have another chance to it, oh, buddy. Oh, no, definitely. We, we're definitely going to do that. Oh, by the way, if uh, if anybody listening, you have a band, you have any music pro- uh, projects that you want to go ahead and you want to plug or you want to put it out, uh, we're more than happy to play it here. You guys want to come and talk about uh, your, in- your, your influences and what you're working on, please go ahead and contact us. We will talk about it. We'll play it. And uh, Yeah, if you guys got a single, you guys want to put out a song or whatever, you guys yep. want to put it out there. You know, bring it to us and and we'll put it we'll put it to play, man. And and 
We're here for it, it we're here for you guys. It doesn't necessarily only have to be music, artwork, um, spoken word, poetry, any anything of the arts. We're we're huge. Uh, we 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 definitely push the arts. So anything you got, uh, it doesn't even matter if it's web based, if it's you, you paint, you whatever you do. Uh, if you want to come on and talk about it, we we'd love to have you. So just contact us on the um, on the Instagram or email us. Um, the hangout hour at gmail.com or the underscore hangout hangout what is it the, the underscore hangout underscore hour hour right yeah that's it so um just hit us up on that and uh come on the show so we can we can go ahead and talk about it um i'm i'm pretty much for today i'm 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 good for for our first run um I think it's a great show, man. I, I'm really stoked about this. Yeah, I think I think it was good. We brushed it up, right? Yep. From from the from the first one we did. Absolutely. So, so um, again, we're gonna try to do this once a week, about an hour, more than an hour. It's been more than an hour. Um, any ideas? If you guys want to come on and talk shit, if you guys want to call us, we're we're gonna set it up. Uh, in the short future, you're gonna. You're gonna be seeing us on camera. We're gonna be putting yeah. up a, we're gonna be putting up live post. We're gonna be putting up a, a live post, either Instagram live or Facebook live or whatever it is. We're also gonna have our. We're gonna be soon getting set up for a camera so we can have our our podcast and you guys can see us talk uh, when our guests come in and 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 you know just here like I said talking shit with each other and and all get, that kind of good stuff. It's all about Miami. Um, it's all about Growing having up, fun. History, the any stories you may have, and again, the whole the whole premise of this was just, you know, lighthearted talking shit, having fun, laughing, making yep. fun of each other, um, you know, anything you want to talk about, current events here locally or nationally, anything, sports, um, just listen if you like it, you know, friend us on Instagram, if you don't, you know, oh well. But uh, I hope you enjoyed the show. My name is D. My name is Big Ox. And I hope you enjoyed it. Until next week, guys. This is another good one.